0: and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast.
3: Welcome to the Mouse Capades Podcast, first ever armchair virtual tour. This special episode is two long, hard years in the making, but created in just a few days in Vicky's kitchen and messy house.
4: Very nice. Yes, thank
3: you. You are welcome. We truly put in the precious time needed to make this virtual tour so grand. This was an idea we had here at the Mousecapades podcast for the past couple years, and as always, we didn't disappoint you by underperforming and under-delivering. But putting all the cheesy jokes aside, Vicky, we are truly excited to bring you a serious, but not so serious, Magic Kingdom Main Street USA virtual tour. We will excite your ears with those iconic sounds of the hustle and bustle of Main Street with those point of sale cash registers constantly ringing in the background, taking everyone's hard earned money. And we will bore you with long winded facts and run on sentences. Seriously, we will trust me. A second ago, you heard Mr. Walt Disney himself in 1955, his Disneyland dedication. Those strong emotional words still hold ever true today. So, with that said, listeners, Vicki, hey, grab your magic bands and Mickey ears because you're about to go to the vacation kingdom of the world. And by that, I mean the biggest mousetrap of all, virtually. Vicki, why don't you take us back?
4: What? Yeah, take us back. Take us back
3: to what? Take us back to the 1971 Roy O. Disney Walt Disney World dedication, Vixter. This is a virtual tour. You weren't
4: born yet. So, <laughs> well,
3: Then I guess I wouldn't be there, would I? It just makes sense that, you know, we go back and start in 1971. Get your disco on. Let's go.
4: Disco on. All right. I wasn't prepared. So you're going to have to hold on a second so that I can get myself in disco mind. Wait
3: a minute. Computer problems?
4: What? No. No computer Are you sure? problems. I'm positive. I'm pretty sure it's a uh, virtual tour people problems. Okay. I found something.
3: Wait a minute, can you not find the 1971 Walt Disney World dedication on YouTube or something? What's going on?
4: We're traveling backwards in time.
2: Right now, we're leaving the world of today behind. So if your imagination is ready,
3: here we go.
4: Here we are at the Walt Disney World 25th anniversary dedication with Roy E. Disney, Roy O. Disney's son.
3: Yeah, could you not find the original dedication on YouTube? The
4: nope, I guess I couldn't. Alright, I
3: guess this will the have grand to do. opening
2: of Walt Disney World 25 years ago is the vice chairman of the board and head of animation roy e disney
0: good morning everybody ladies and gentlemen boys and girls isn't it wonderful how time flies when everyone's having fun <laughs> it really does seem like only yesterday that i stood on the platform of the railroad station
3: oh watching geez Meredith Wilson there's 1076 hillary 1076 sitting right there up main street I, I guess apparently we're day. with her now huh? Get this it? Morning, I'm with I Hillary. I gotcha. Okay. Just oh. A oh, there's the Prince of the Magic Kingdom, the Michael Eisner. That were you know, Eisner was the years chairman years and chief executive officer After of the Walt, Walt Disney Death Company from September 22nd, 1984 to September five 30th, 2005, by the way. The last
0: five you think years he's a contributor life, of the Hillary Foundation?
3: Himself to the I don't know. Okay. Hey, wait a minute. Where's, uh, if Hillary's here, I would now where's, like to where's Bill?
0: Walt Disney World is a tribute to the philosophy and life of Walter Elias Disney and to the talents, the dedication and the loyalty of the entire Disney organization that made Walt Disney's dream come true. May Walt Disney World bring joy and inspiration and new knowledge to all who come to this happy place. The A magic, magic kingdom, kingdom for where the young at heart, heart of all ages can laugh and play and, play play and learn, learn together. together. Dedicated this 25th day of October, 1971,
1: by
3: Roy O. Disney. Oh, man. Look at this adorable kiddo singing to us. Man, he's got a great voice. Yes, he does. All right. Here we are. Where'd you put us? Oh, we're here in the parking lot. All right. All right. Um, hey, quick fact for you, Vicky. Did you know that the parking lot here at the Magic Kingdom and Walt Disney World in Orlando, Florida is so big. How big is it? It is so big. You could fit all of Disneyland inside the parking lot and still have room for more than 500 cars
4: to park. That's awesome.
3: Here, hold up. Here comes a tram. Let's get on it real quick. Okay. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. All right. All right. Oh, good. I'm glad we made it on a tram. Sure, sure. So, right. listeners and Vicki, this is where I bore you with a whole bunch of long-winded facts about Disney transportation. And I hope you chime in too, Vicki. All right? So, let's all talk right. about these Disney parking lot trams. So, the Disney transportation, you know, they're responsible for maintaining the fleet of all the parking lot trams used for shuttling guests between the various theme parks and lots and their respective main entrances. You know, from September 25th 2013, all the way to September 25th, 2015, pretty old fact there for you, Mouse Bates podcast, we're not current, Disney transportation system has been involved in 27 total accidents. Do you think we'll be on one of them?
4: I hope not. This is my first time riding the tram, Nick. Oh, is it? It's a little bumpy.
3: Yeah, it's a little bumpy. Hold on to yourself there. The original tram tractors, as they're called, which were built by the United Tractor of Chesterton, Indiana in 1969, hey, there's a good number right there, ran on compressed natural gas. Oh, however interesting. Yeah, however, these tractors experienced many problems and were prone to frequent breakdowns. A new fleet of tram tractors, which were custom designed and built by Disney, not Disney himself, though, were put into service in 1972. These tram tractors, which originally ran on diesel fuel, only until they were converted to run on compressed natural gas in the late 1990s, remained in service for 45 years. a long time, people. In late 2016, a new tram tractor began testing at Disney's Animal Kingdom, which ran on propane in order to make it quieter and more fuel efficient. Following successful testing, Disney upgraded the entire tram tractor fleet to the new propane fueled tractor throughout 2017 and 18 all right it looks like our ride here is done let's get off let's head up to the ttc here vixter oh look at there we're
4: gonna jump on a monorail
3: Uh, yeah let's get on this monorail ladies and gentlemen this is our
2: final boarding call and the doors will be closing soon board quickly and safely. Our monorail will be departing momentarily. Thank you.
4: There are 3 monorail lines that run from the transportation and ticket center. It is about 14.7 miles in length and the train length is 203 feet and 6 inches. The average speed is about 40 miles per hour, but I got to tell you when I'm on there. That's all
3: you're going is 40 miles an hour. Doesn't it feel fast? Is that what we're feeling right now? I feel like we're going like
4: 80. Yeah, or yeah. 100. It's just nice because we are not at a
3: 30, Maybe we're going Mach 1. seems like we get there so fast. Maybe it's
4: 40 miles per hour at Disney time. Yeah, I don't know.
3: Uh, as of 2016, the system is one of the most heavily used monorail systems in the world. With over 150,000 daily riders. It is surpassed by the Tokyo monorail in Tokyo, Japan. Which has over 300,000 daily riders. Since the implementation of automation... Platform attendants use a control panel located on each station platform to operate them. So we invite you to
2: join us as we celebrate today. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street USA.
3: Gateway so we finally to the arrived and of the Magic Kingdom. Smoking is our not our permitted. Can you smell right. it already,
4: Nick? Can you smell Main Street? I
3: can no, but I smell a bunch of sweaty people taking this route of the monorail. <laughs> Jeez, you stink, Vicky. Let's see here. So.
4: so it's early in the morning, but guess what, Nick? There's What's no that? opening ceremony anymore. As of 2017, they started opening the park with what we call the Rope Drop Presentation, the old Magic Kingdom Welcome Show. Well, it's not there anymore. Now we just go straight into the park. They let us in because of, I, I'm assuming, because of the security issues that we've talked about.
3: I like the old one far better.
4: I do like the old one. I like when um, the mayor, which, uh, of course, that mayor has passed on, so I'm sure they've inducted a new mayor since then, um, but uh, I miss so, the old show. So we're here.
3: You know, this whole town square here that we see here, Vicki, and that you can hear listeners, was inspired by Walt Disney's hometown of Marceline, Missouri. That's just right down the street from us. Yes, and Vicky, we've
4: actually been there a couple, couple of times. hours away.
3: As filmed in Lady and the Tramp, Main Street USA is designed to resemble the center of an idealized turn of the 20th century American town. According to Harper Goff, who worked on Main Street USA with Walt, he showed Walt some photos of his childhood home of Fort Collins, Colorado, which is just down the street from my brother in Colorado. Walt liked the look and so many of the features of the town. That the town was actually incorporated into main street usa another significant source of inspiration for main street usa concept came from henry ford's museum in greenfield village which walt disney visited twice in the 1940s walt disney said for those of us who remember the carefree time it recreates main street will bring back happy memories for younger visitors, it is an adventure in turning back the calendar to the days of their grandfather's age.
4: And I would agree, Nick, as we've uh, been there, we see what it's like. We've been on Sunday, and everything shuts down like it used to in old-time America. But I gotta
3: say, Marceline, Missouri looks nothing like Main Street, USA.
4: No, not exactly, but we get the feel for it. I'm still looking for Coke Corner, by the way. For Coke Corner? Okay. It's not down there. We've looked for it
3: forever on Main Street, USA. In Marceline, Missouri.
4: I saw Coke Corner.
3: Where did you see it?
4: In Marceline, Missouri. What? We went and took pictures of it. I have pictures of it. Okay, show
3: me the pictures. You are not right. with us. It's called Casey's Corner here in Walt
4: Disney World, Coke
3: Corner, in Disneyland. Tell us about Town Square. So
4: Town Square is a, a, the home to the city hall in which the guest relations office is located. And so it's along Main Street and the names painted in the windows on Main Street serve as credits for the many people, like the Imagineers and other people that uh, Disney knew. And he wanted to contribute to that, and so he put them on there. They're, they appear as fictional businesses, and they often refer to a hobby or an interest of the person that he's honoring. It says, like, UB, or excuse me, Ub. Ub Iwerks Window, for example, refers to his prowess with cameras. On windows, you'll find names of cast members who worked with Disney throughout the years, and the streets are paved with the resilient asphalt and a type of asphalt containing rubber, so that it doesn't cause aching feet. Dude, I want
3: that from from my driveway.
4: That's right. I want it everywhere.
3: You know, City Hall's a place, Vicki, where you'll see a lot of fights. You know, like a lot of good saloon, thrall, punching fights. With a lot of guests that are hot, hungry, and angry waiting in lines all day long and not happy with the way things have turned out. For real? I'm just trying to create, like, a brawling scene here, like Gaston's You want a brawl?
4: I don't usually have a brawl very often, but...
3: What? You're not wearing a brawl?
4: That's not what I said. I said I don't like... That's what it surely sounds like. I don't like a good brawl. Okay. So, here comes the trolley. Let's jump on. Oh, I want the show. Yeah. So the citizens can we jump on? Yes, we can. We
3: can actually jump on the trolley.
4: Yes, I think right. we can. We're important people. We're from the Mouse Beats podcast. So the citizens aboard this trolley, they take it as far down to the Cinderella Castle. Then the people hop off the trolley and they sing and dance for everybody. It's a pretty happy show, and it's reflective of the time that Walt is envisioning in his mind.
1: Down the middle of Main Street, USA. It's the heart of America, the heartbeat of a holiday. The place was made with a magical plan. And just around the corner is a fantasy land. I'm walking right down the middle of Main Stop. Stop. You love know, her, how does she know that you really, really don't eat It's not enough to take the one you love for granted. You must remind her or she'll be in light to say.
3: Nice welcome to the Magic Kingdom, isn't it, Vicki?
4: It is, yes.
3: It's a wonderful welcome. And not
4: everybody gets to see it, because I've said that to people before, and they think that we're crazy. Oh, did you hear that behind us? Oh, take a look behind us, Vic. Turn around. It's the Walt
3: Disney Railroad. Man, this railroad brings back lots of memories. Did you know, Vicki, listeners, look at that gauge.
4: I'm looking at that
3: oh, about, what, 30 yards away, and I can see that that is a three-foot narrow gauge up there
4: awesome uh you we should hop. Call me i think we should hop on the train and take a ride around the park it is
3: a nice hair we should you know we will in just a second don't get ahead of yourself vicky i'm sorry it is a nice heritage 20 minute train ride through adventure land frontier land fantasy land and Tomorrowland. each train ride can hold up to 375 passengers
4: yay we can bring 373 of our friends
3: let's do it let's go let's go right. ahead and get on the train
4: let's go all right Y'all
0: to see where
3: we are. All aboard. Jeez, it's so cramped and tight on this train.
4: Yep, but we'll, we'll get a nice breeze once the train starts going.
3: All right, looks like they've given us the all aboard. All right, magic. With stops along the way at
0: Frontierland and Fantasyland. this sit tight, and keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs well inside the train. We're leaving Main Street Station right now, so wave goodbye, but if you stay on board long enough,
5: sooner or later, you'll be back. Para su seguridad, permanezca sentado y mantenga las manos, brazos, pies y piernas dentro del tren, y cuide a los pequeños. Gracias. For an old conductor
0: like me, there's no better place to ride the rails than the Magic Kingdom.
5: Street Station, please remain seated until the train comes straight full and complete stop. And I've given you the words all clear. I can't wait for this magic words up all clear. Remain seated, please, not just yet. Remain seated.
3: All right, and we're back. That was a lovely ride. That didn't take long. It took approximately about 20 minutes. It felt longer. <laughs> That's what she said. All right. Oh, I hear something in the background. Do you hear that? I do hear something. It sounds like the Dapper Dance. Oh, look.
1: It is the Dapper in. Dance.
3: This is a great show. This show lasts about 20 minutes long, and they provide real entertainment when sitting along Main Street USA waiting for the three o'clock festival of fantasy of parade that comes through. They sing songs like Corella Deville, Yankee Doodle Dandy, Somebody Stole My Gal, Mr. Sandman, That's my favorite. And if you're happy and you know it, and zippity Doodah.
4: Uh, makes me think of uh going to quartets with my grandpa really yeah that's he awesome. loved that kind of music
3: I, now i can listen to them all day long i i literally can just sit on the curb wait for them and play throughout the day all right let's talk about the harmony barbershop that's right right across you look over there vicky off to your 11 o'clock right over there yeah you see it
4: that's where you should go to get it's your haircut the
3: harmony barbershop well I, I i just got a haircut though you can see here it's not nicely just cut zero on the sides four on top Gotcha. High and tight, just like the
4: dapper dance. And so you're, you're this, not wanting to do that.
3: This really is a working barbershop, by the way. It's right here in Town Square. Beautiful Town Square. Just look around you, Vicky. This is awesome. I love seeing all the people walking around. We have the flag that's up. We're in beautiful. I just feel like we've been transformed into a city of the old. Right. Look, and you know, looking for the barbershop, shop, you got to look for that red and white striped barber's pole. Of you see it? Just outside of the shop. Guests can actually get their haircut and beard mustache trimmed. The best time to go is without an appointment that is, is either first thing in the morning or during the parade in the afternoon.
4: Because no one's there.
3: Did you right. Did you know that children who receive their first haircut at the shop will get a complimentary Mickey ears hat with their first haircut?
4: I did because I was reading on a blog a couple months ago about a lady that did this. She couldn't wait to get there to take her son to get his first haircut. They'll even ears.
3: say first haircut and they will be stitched on the back of uh, the hat and you receive a certificate. Very cool. Of the unforgettable event. To the take best, home for you.
4: The best thing in it is it's only eighteen dollars. And that is a good deal because the hat deal. is over eighteen dollars. The, the Mickey ears. And are. the
3: experience, yes. Main Street USA, Disney World, Imagine getting your haircut. You know, for me, though, I would hate to feel the, the little small hairs on the back of my neck and for the rest head of the day. for the rest of the day while you're sweating.
4: You're at Disney, though. It's yeah, it all happy. Matter.
3: it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Nick, let's head over. Let's walk over to the Town Square Theater over there. There's lots of good things that go on in the theater. Tell our listeners about the theater.
4: So when you first enter the park, it's right to the right-hand side, and you can meet Mickey throughout the day. He's dressed up as a magician and talks to and interacts with the guests sometimes, even practicing his foreign language skills.
3: Ooh, foreign language, sort of like what we heard in the monorail. Right. You know, Mickey is not so talky, Mickey. I, I hear they're changing
4: I did hear that Mickey had a problem with his voice, and he is now mute.
3: So, across the street, across the the square here, look at the confectionery. Now, this is one of my favorite places. Oh, to I can go. smell it. It smells great.
4: Yes, they pump, pump those smellitzers in there. So. Overpriced candy and
3: goods. You know, they do have some good things. They do. Some of the stuff they do really well. Some of the things, you know, I got a question. But the confectionery, it's a great stop for to get your Disney sweet treat on. It's a sweet shop featuring old-fashioned caramel apples, peanut brittle, and fudge. And it's all made on site.
4: Yeah, and you can watch them make it, which is pretty cool. I, I mean, it's fun just to sit and look in the window and watch them do it.
3: It's amazing. It really is.
4: Do you hear that? Yeah, I do. Who is it? It's the Main Street PhilharMagic Band.
3: I love love this band. Let's go down there. Come on. And I believe
4: it's the Philharmonic Band. I apologize. I
3: love listening to this band.
4: They're a band of horn players that march and play popular tunes from Disney movies, swing music, and even some ragtime. They're dressed in their classical marching band uniforms. My kids love these people because that reminds them of marching band days. Yeah. Pretty
3: cool.
5: present to you a justifying daredevil feat, which will astound and amaze you. Ooh. Our daredevil comes to us from the trumpet section. Yeah. We don't simply as Jim. But wow. well, when he steps into the center ring, he becomes the great <laughs> jumping champagne. great jumping Jim B, whose act was deemed way too dangerous for Cirque du Soleil, <laughs> oh, will now perform a jump of unparalleled proportions, a leap of ludicrous length. Quite frankly, it's unbelievable. unbelievable! Unbelievable! I know what you're thinking, folks. But trust me, what he lacks in aerodynamics, <laughs> he makes up for in mass. Oh. <laughs> Drum roll if you please. These hey, hey, signs, and hey, enough, this could be the record. Checking the wind. I have no idea what that is, but it looks ridiculous. I mean, it looks dangerous. And apparently, he's ready. Folks, get your cameras out, kids. Don't try this at home. Do not. Prepare to be dazzled enemies. You're about to witness the impossible. Performing without a net. Who's the net? (laughs) I give you the great jumping champagne.
3: Boy, that was great, man. That was awesome to listen to. I can remember when my brother was in marching band and listening and watching the competitions, and it's so cool to see a marching band playing Disney music. That's awesome. It is really fun. So, Vicki, we're going to backtrack a little bit. Let's turn around, and I, we're going to walk back up to Town Square, and I'm talking about, let's go to Tony's Restaurant. That's one of my favorite places to get my Italian. I love that place. I'm kind of hungry right now, and, and listeners, if you're hungry, you can eat at this place, it's one of my favorite restaurants, I'm talking about Tony's restaurant in Main Street Town Square, serving up Italian dishes.
4: So, Tony's clues guests into its Italian influences right as you get there. As cast members proclaim that their party announcements with a loud attenzione, attenzione. the Tony's Town Square Italian theming has some decidedly Disney roots as the restaurant is in fact based off of the popular eatery from the 1955 animated canine romance Lady and the Tramp where they first kiss each other by eating the same spaghetti noodle.
3: Have you ever tried that with Brad?
4: I really have not, I have to tell you. It seems messy.
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right, Vicki, before we go anywhere else, I want to talk more about the Main Street windows. And look up ahead. I mean, if you see all the windows up top, take time to look up. Look at them, Vic. The the levels above the street, and take notice of some of them. The the names that are painted up there, you mentioned it before. If you pause under the sign right there, you know, indicating the piano lessons right there, you may be able to actually hear some keys being played. Let's listen in and see if we can hear Ah, it. It's kind of hard to hear. You might be able to hear some singing lessons taking place as well. You know, the reason why this was done was because Walt wanted you to be engaged in the idea that This is a living, breathing environment, a town, Town Square and Main Street, USA.
4: And that's the kind of thing that would be going on.
3: He purposely made the sidewalk level shop windows lower so that children could even look in the windows too. He wanted the children to experience every aspect of the park.
4: Nick, what I love is how the cast members marked on all the windows tell a story. Walt had the ability to thank people in the credits of his films and being the clever man that he was, he figured out he could thank people who helped build his dream. And by putting their names on the windows at Main Street, if you look up at the train station where we were earlier, you can see in the window above the center for Walter Walter E. Disney, he's listed as the chief engineer who keeps the dreams, get it, on track. Walt's brother, Roy, who had been with him from the beginning of the studios, had planned on retiring, but then Walt passed away, and Roy realized that his brother's dream for this Florida project would not happen if he didn't stay.
3: You know, I absolutely love the history behind this place. I love the history behind the magic. You know, Roy pushed himself to see this project through, ultimately changing the name to Walt Disney World to keep his brother's name and dream alive. Roy O. Disney's window is adjacent to two similar sized windows, one that says Dreamers and Doers, which is very fitting to Roy. To honor his father, a window for a Elias Disney contractor, due to his willingness to do all things of odd jobs over the years to provide for his family, and a nod to a failed contract business Elias made an attempt at in Chicago in 1895. Roy actually has another trio of windows that say sailmaker, sailing lessons. The center window there that you see, Disney, the gentleman's sport of racing at sea, because Roy loved competition of sailing. Can you see the spot, Vicki, where it says, MT, lot company, real estate, investments? <laughs> you know, Don Tatum? It was the first president and chairman of the board for walt disney productions and the first president of walt disney world
4: <laughs> another one that's funny to me is pseudonym real estate development company with one of the names listed being roy davis which is the pseudonym walt gave his brother roy when he met with the real estate agents when looking into florida for land for walt disney world general joe's building permits is in honor of walt's first florida project Disney employee major General William Joe Potter, who would oversee the changing of this 300 acres into Magic Kingdom. That's nuts,
3: man. You know the sign uh, for the music school that I hinted at earlier uh, is the Plaza School of Music, B. Baker, B. Jack These men... Composed some of the most popular songs for Disney movies and Disney parks, such as "Grim Grinning Ghosts" One for of the your Haunted, favorite? yeah, the Haunted Mansion, and "Yo Ho, A Pirate's Life for Me" for the Pirates of the Caribbean. There was another window honoring Walt's original Cosamine Department, a former president and
4: COO, Chief Operating Officer.
3: Thank you, and appropriately. There is another window for Walt Disney that faces Cinderella's castle and the rest of his dream. Here, Vic, take notice on all the flags that you see outlining the tops, right above, you know, above the windows, above uh, the top of all the businesses here, and the hustle and bustle of Main Street, USA. You see all the flagpoles on top of all these buildings? Yeah. You know they're really not flagpoles. You know what they serve as? No. Lightning rods.
4: Oh, awesome. So that they detour from hitting the people. Exactly. That's awesome.
3: these flags, they're really not 100% perfect. They're all different. Either each flag is missing a star or missing a stripe. uh, Or... Maybe, like I said, Missing a stripe. maybe there's more red than than white. They're all different so you don't have to shine a light on them and so they don't have to come down at the end of every night. Oh, smart. Only the one right up here that we see behind us in the middle of Town Square has to come down during retreat that night.
4: So let's walk a little bit farther down the street and um, we can see the Main Street Bakery. It's always busy. The counter service bakery at the Magic Kingdom theme park serves coffee, ice drinks, and baked goods. And also, um, there's an ice creamery up here. Oh, the parlor. Yeah. It offers treats and a vintage kind of vibe, like so, the old-timey ice cream. This places. is where Crazy Chris gave his boss the
3: two-finger salute. You know, since it's not right for cast members to use only one finger when directing guests or directing traffic. Right. Let's go back to what Chris had to say.
6: I happen to have a... Uh, a uh particular manager, um, who, uh, was very good at micromanaging, uh, you know, very, uh, you know, very, um, had it, had it, uh, the way she wanted it. It was, uh, it was like a little Burger King ice cream shop. Uh, she was going to have it her way and, uh, she made it, uh, very clear. So, um, there was n- not much more I could take. I-, I realized that this was going nowhere fast for me. I certainly wasn't on the fast track to 12 bucks an hour, so I, uh, I decided to uh, uh, take matters into my own hands and make a, a final decision, and uh, I topped it with a cherry, if you will. I um, I threw down my. Uh, you know, she had she had made some comment to me, I, and again, I don't even recall what the uh, what the uh, argument was over. But um, I was at the end of the counter, and um, she made some kind of a look after she had stated something to me, and at that point, I. I disrobed the, uh, I took my, uh, we had a, uh, what do you call it? An apron. It was like a, a cloth apron. Took the apron off, tossed it, and, uh, you know, I had my, um, had my six shooters out. I had my two fingers pointed, and I, I uh, as she turned to me, I said, I tell you what, you, you can take these two fingers, subtract one, and there you go. You know, so I basically, I basically flicked, flicked her off with, uh, with both fingers and, uh, <laughs> appropriately, uh, took the name tag off and, and threw it on the counter. And, uh, I think it got her a little more upset because there were a couple of, uh, customers that were right there that, that absolutely chuckled at it. They, and they seemed to get it right away. Um, so, you know, with that, I, um, headed on out. I headed, in fact, I, uh, I didn't head back through the, uh, uh through the, the main entrance, uh, towards the end of the back of the building, there's a, um, a door, um, set of stairs, and, and you start making your way down to the hub. I ended up, uh, I ended up walking to the front of the park. I walked right down Main Street, and, uh, I headed out, uh, headed out the, uh, the exit there in the front, and was promptly met with, uh, um, some, uh, Uh, assistance with uh, security personnel (laughs) in the uh, parking lot and uh, was uh, politely escorted uh, over to the employee parking area where uh, my magic ended and uh, so did my employment with Disney. That is so funny. You know, that's
3: where it all went down, Vicky. A man that had the greatest job at the happiest place on earth and only lasted days. I guess this magical place
4: just isn't for everybody. I guess not.
3: On Main Street, we have other places to eat as well, including the Plaza Restaurant. Now, this Disney uh, Resort outpost is for American comfort food, so you'll see me there quite a bit. You know.
4: They also we- have the um, Bottomless Shake monthly. I am there. It, yeah, well, we should all be there. It's we yummy.
3: have the Crystal Palace and Casey's Corner. I love this place. Now... This is located at the left-hand side of Main Street USA, all the way down. Now this is supposed to resemble, like at Marceline, Missouri, on Main Street USA, Coat Corner, like it is in Disneyland. Okay. Disney World, we have Casey's Corner. Casey's
5: the guy with his eye on the ball. But mostly the middle.
3: This place is awesome. For Walt Disney Imagineering, this was a baseball. Uh, themed and it's America's favorite pastime and at the end of the 19th century this just seemed the perfect match for a restaurant where hot dog soda and french fries are served
4: and that is also where you can see the, the cast members dressed in full baseball attire
3: well after all this type of food is traditionally sold at baseball games in the states
4: there's a carved figure of Casey that can be found near the front door, and it's reminiscent of what it used to be called the Cigar Store Indian. The Cigar Store Indian, or the Wooden Indian, is an advertisement figure, and it was made to represent tobacco tobacconists. Wow, that's a good word. Because of the general illiteracy of the populace, early tobacco, tobacco store stores. owners used descriptive emblems or figures to advertise their shops. And the figure of the Indian was chosen because Indians introduced tobacco to Europeans. Now, that's interesting to me because I thought it was because they were talking about the Indian baseball team. Yeah.
3: Okay, if, if, you're, if you're sitting outside of Casey's, you might notice one of the upstairs windows is dedicated to the two men who wrote the song, Take Me Out to the Ball Game. This early 20th century song is written by Jack Norworth. The words were set to music by Albert Von Tilzer, The song is traditionally sung during the seventh inning stretch of any baseball games. Fans are always encouraged to sing along. You can also find a pretty cool person sitting outside entertaining all the guests on Main Street USA. And we know him. We love him. His name is Jim. He is paramount in taking Main Street USA back to the good old days of piano music. Piano player Jim. How do you pronounce his last name, by the way? Um, Amahandro. There you go who has been playing the piano at the park for over 30 years. Let's listen to his magical story of how he began his career working for the mouse.
7: Hi, I'm Jim. I play the Rinky Tink piano at Casey's Corner for dining guests of Walt Disney. I had been subbing seasonal part time for the Walt Disney Company in California. I got a phone call one time and they said, would you like to go full time? I said, yes. In reaction to their question, would you be willing to move for work? I said, can I keep driving from Huntington Beach? And they said, son, we're calling from Florida. Thanksgiving day, 1983 was my first day. So that's 30 years. They've been wonderful. Minnie Mouse is a great boss. I mean, Mickey Mouse is a great boss. Yeah, the piano's really just a prop. It's no fun without the guests. Every set is different because you don't know what they're gonna respond to, and you don't know if they're gonna be willing to involve themselves in your performance. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they cut up and dance and carry on. Sometimes they're very, very shy. You see returning friends, and you see their their kids, and you see their grandkids, and you see new friends. It's always different. Every set is different. Every day is different. Well, I got here on time today, and we'll have to see if they let me come back tomorrow. That's that's how we do it. I'm very grateful. Perfect. You did very good. Excellent.
3: Yeah, I'm still waiting for my phone call.
4: Well, the last few places I want to take you to is the Main Street Chamber of Commerce. So, the Chamber of Commerce in the Magic Kingdom is located on Main Street USA. It's in place to pick up, it's a place that you can pick up your packages that you had shipped to the front of the park. One of the services that Disney provides so that you don't have to carry your stuff around all day. And the building was inspired by the Roman, Corinthian, and Italianate architecture. So just catty corner to the Main Street Chamber of Commerce is the Confectionery, and you can follow your nose inside of these this old-fashioned candy shop, which delights in treats such as candy apples and Mickey Krispy treats, which we all love to bring home from Disney with us.
3: And across from the Confectionery, you'll find the Emporium. This is a great Disney souvenir shop selling T-shirts, stuffed animals, toys, trinkets, with a Magic Kingdom theme, and you know. It's basically the world's biggest mousetrap right there.
4: It is, for sure. Right up the way from that, we have the Uptown Jewelers. And among many items, we can find Pandora Jewelry, which we know is a big collector. I know I got a Pandora bracelet for Mother's Day, so I will be visiting there this year when we go.
3: And the Main Street Gallery, where they sell lithographs, books, postcards, sales, all the artwork and stuff like that. And finally, I want to leave us here tonight with the Flag Retreat Ceremony. Every day at Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom, they hold a flag retreat ceremony to honor our nation and those who defend it. It takes place at 5 o'clock PM, that is, or 1700 in Main Street, USA Square at the entrance to the Magic Kingdom. Walt Disney World security and special guests conduct the ceremony. Each day, the Magic Kingdom Entertainment selects a random veteran to participate in the ceremony. This ceremony is a wonderful experience. For the person selected, they receive a certificate, a photo taken at the event, and a pen. It is well worth it to take the time out of your day to watch. And I've seen this many, many times. Let's go ahead and watch it now, Vicki, as they perform the flag retreat ceremony.
5: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. We are
1: the Dapper Days and on behalf of the Magic Kingdom Security Guard Guard and Main Street Operations, we are pleased and proud to welcome you to today's flag retreat ceremony here in Town Square. Our Town Square flag retreat ceremony is one of our original Magic Kingdom traditions. We are honored that you've
5: taken time from your day today to become part of that tradition with us. We have some very special young people joining us here today. We've got Ashley and Olivia, and they're from right here in Florida. Let's hear a round of applause.
1: Excellent
3: that is going to end our armchair virtual tour of main street usa here in the magic kingdom that is it we want to thank you for taking this virtual tour with us on main street usa we hope you enjoyed it as much as we did it's been a long day filled with cheesy long-winded run-on sentences and we're just very exhausted from sitting around vicky's messy house that's it listeners thanks again for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears if you have a question comment or want to be the next guest in the show go ahead and text us at 407-674-0414 or simply email us mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com if you want to book your next day's vacation with us you can too go ahead and email us travel at mousecapadespodcast.net
4: as you know every year nick is hearty from us or he takes a little sabbatical from us and so i
3: do the whole month of june i'm gone every single year
4: right and uh, he's busy serving our country and spending time with his family which is well deserved after a long hard year of teaching so never fear we will still be having the podcast whether kaylee and i bring you some live stuff or if we bring you some old and wonderfully
3: some awesome reruns is what you're trying to say
4: maybe all right we might be doing that but uh we hope to uh keep you listening to us please be in prayer for nick and his family as he is out and about so that they have a safe return to us in july thank you vicky you're welcome you know i'm gonna miss
3: you well i think it's about that time peace and love have a magical day my friends